All right, thanks, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you for being with us. Here's our toll-free number. We hope you'll use it today. It's 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. The great one, Mark Levin, launching his brand-new book, I think his best book to date, American Marxism. Now on bookstores everywhere, Amazon.com, Hannity.com. We got it everywhere. Um, He'll be with us today. Peter Schweitzer joins us. We'll update you on everything that's going on in Cuba and how Biden had to be shamed by Senator Marco Rubio to even, you know, utter an even a a comprehensible statement, comprehensible statement on the issue of uh, uh, Cuba. And and meanwhile, American flags are, you know, freedom fighting Cubans that have been living in misery and poverty under a murderous Marxist dictatorship uh, now finally are, are rising up. I'm not saying we need to send troops in. I don't want foreign wars fought in perpetuity in this country, but we can do a lot to help the resistance there and the, and the freedom fighters there uh, that we're not doing. You know, these, these are fascinating times we're living in. Let me start with the positive side of it. I've spoken at length at what's been happening. First, it started at the Islanders games when they were playing the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they had a seven-game series, and and they'd have they'd start the singing of the national anthem, and the crowd would take over. And then it happened, and then the same thing to Tampa Bay's credit, they did the same thing in Game Five in their series. The crowd took over the singing of the national anthem, and it just gives me you know chills and goosebumps every time I hear it. Now here it is: you have, and I love stores like Walmart. Why does everyone attack Walmart? I love Walmart. I love Costco. You go to Costco, you go to Walmart. You save money. They got all the food you'd ever, ever, all the stuff you'd ever want. You know, the only problem I have recently with going to Walmart, and I was there twice recently, Super Walmart, is the line is like a mile long to check out. I mean, it's so crowded. Uh, but I'm not complaining. I was, I was fine waiting. Not a big deal. I like to people watch anyway. Uh, I still get noticed with a mask and a hat and dark glasses. I don't know what to make of that. You know, occasionally get a brief moment of anonymity is, is not a bad thing for me. But, but it was the coolest thing that happened. I think it was the 4th of July. And out of nowhere, you know, these, you know, remember smelly Walmart shoppers? Well, I'm one of them. I love these stores because they save us money and they have everything you ever want. I remember buying when I had no money my furniture at Walmart. I mean, just they, they got everything you want. Now, Super Bowl, Walmart, you do your grocery shopping. They do get everything you need. Anyway, uh, one patriotic customer starts a rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. It was in Texas. It was over Independence Day weekend, and it was a chain reaction. And all the other sh- shoppers, and I'll show you the video tonight, they're putting their hands over their heart, and they all joined in. Now, there's a reason this, this is happening. And I'd love for sports now that now that they've been politicized, now that, you know, Kaepernick started with the taking of the knee and then other teams followed, other players taking a knee and then others staying in the locker room. They won't come out for the national anthem. Fine. Let the let we the people let us have our say now. And I hope this happens in stadiums and in arenas all across the country for every sport, baseball, basketball, look what they did with the baseball all-star game. Thanks to Stacey Abrams and Raphael Warnock and Joe Jim Crow 2.0 Biden. Cost the state at least $100 million in Georgia. 
you know, falsely accusing Georgia of being a racist state when they have far more restrictive voting laws than Joe's state of Delaware. It's unbelievable. We're like the only ones that point these things out sometimes. So frustrating. But listen to this this rendition in this Walmart in Texas. I'm so proud of my fellow Americans for doing this. Awesome. Great job, people in Walmart. Great job, Tampa Bay. Great job, the New York Islanders, Nassau Coliseum fan. Great job by everybody. I hope this I hope this continues. I really do. And then you compare it, you know, to the mob, the the media, the the woke crowd in the country. The New York Times literally equates freedom, the name the word freedom as an anti-government slogan. And I'm not making this up. You know, only the New York Times and, and, and the, you know, we'll use Levin's term. It's, by the way, Mark's new book is called, this is going to make liberals, you know, bubble and, and fizz like Alka-Seltzer in water, American Marxism. I mean, with every, every, I've talked about the history of socialism and live free or die, it's a very, there's a very different modern, but the best part of Mark's book is his last chapter. We choose liberty, and we can save this great republic. But as I always say, it's going to take all of us. We all got to be a spoke in the wheel. Many of you thank me for doing my shows. I'm, I'm thank you for giving me this microphone. I thank you for giving me a camera at night that I can, that I can broadcast from. Because you allow me to be a spoke in the wheel. We all got to be a spoke. Change the, we've got to instill integrity in our election process. That's the first step. Have confidence in election results. The five things I always talk about. You know, it's not going to be hard to prosecute the case against new green dealism and socialism and open borders and everything's free except we can't afford any of it. And we've gotten rid of energy independence. And what's Joe going to do with China and the reunification, quote, with Taiwan and with a crackdown in Hong Kong. It's dangerous there. I advise you not to travel to these places right now. It's, it's, we're, we're really, it's, it's, we're, we're hanging by a thread. I, I'm serious as all get out here. And I'm talking to a lot of people, a lot of sources. Or, you know, now China's bragging they kicked our, our Navy out of the, the China Sea this weekend. And they're threatening our military bases. And the Chinese and the Russians are now arming the Iranians so they can fight their proxy wars in the Middle East. Nobody seems to be paying attention. Meanwhile, the New York Times uh, is, you know, framing these spontaneous protests. Look what's happening in Cuba. 
you know, shouting freedom and other anti-government slogans. Hundreds of Cubans took to the streets and cities around the country on Sunday to protest food and medicine shortages in a remarkable eruption of discontent not seen in nearly three, 30 years, the New York Times tweeted. They, are, are they that clueless? And on the same, you know, some on Twitter called out the New York Times for equating freedom as an anti-government slogan. It says shouting freedom and other anti-government slogans. When did freedom become an anti-government slogan? It's like you have Lauren Wolf, former freelance editor, New York Times, admits, I guess I should give her some credit, she's a biased journalist in an essay. Anyway, she was fired by the New York Times in January, gushing about Joe Biden, proudly proclaiming herself a biased journalist, if she just would hide, would have kept hiding it like everybody else, nobody would care. But that's that whole newspaper. I'm a biased journalist, and I'm okay with that. You know, I actually at least give someone credit. They, they're finally admitting that which we've been telling you for a long time is true. I'm, I'm, I'm watching every movement, everything that's happening, and I'm like, how does this country ever reconcile? You got people in Walmart singing the national anthem, and then you got, you know, people assisting law-breaking, open borders amnesty, wanting energy independence, wanting to pack the courts, wanting no integrity in our elections, no voter ID whatsoever, no signature verification, as if these are horrible things when we use it in everyday life for pretty much everything we do. I mean, these, these we'll, we'll, we'll make sure that we have a, a Democratic Senate majority in perpetuity, and the biggest power grab in the history of this great republic being attempted. You know, it's it's really unbelievable. I'm looking at, you know, other things as well. At the Washington Post, look at this newspaper. One of their writers claiming the Statue of Liberty is a meaningless symbol of hypocrisy. you got to be kidding me. It's been known, you know, for how long is one of the most preeminent symbols of the American dream and American freedom. And a Washington Post writer appearing to make the statue, what, another target of we're going to cancel the Statue of Liberty? Are you kidding me? Stunningly beautiful. Anyway, the, the art and architecture critic won a Pulitzer Prize, like New York Times. When are we winning our Pulitzer Prize for being right about Obama? And his radical associations and being right about Russia, Russia, Russia and the hoax and the conspiracy theories and the dirty dossier that Hillary paid for and the FISA applications that were lied on with unverifiable, now debunked information. You know, this is a meaningless symbol of hypocrisy and unfulfilled promises. Where else would this writer like to live is my question. Well, you know, name the country that accumulated more power and abused it less than this one, and then name the country that has accumulated as much power as the U.S. and shared and advanced the entire human condition because of liberty and freedom and a belief that rights come from God, you can say it, not the thing, endowed by the creator, the creator of everything, not, you know— all these truths to be self-evident, all men and women are created equal and down by their, you know, the, the thing, the thing, the thing. No, no, no. God, the creator of everything. 
By the way, the uh, ju- a judge did issue an injunction against Biden's USDA policy over race-based loan forgiveness program. Whatever happened to a colorblind society? Um, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Andrew Sullivan. He's a smart guy. He doesn't like me at all, which I'm fine with. I have no problem with my critics. But he actually wrote a really good piece, and they, they covered it in the New York Post today, under thumb of lefty elites. It's bigger than critical race theory. Radical ideologies transforming the U.S. And he, and he goes on, and by the way, I can answer this question for Andrew Sullivan. Conservatives have left Twitter. It used to be if we put out a tweet, many people that agreed with me would like it. That rarely happens now. Now it's all trolls. And one of the main reasons is a lot of conservatives have said the hell with it. And they've left because they're getting banned anyway. And they're stifling freedom of thought, expression, and speech, and they still get liability protection under Section 230. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, All right, taxes are going up. I'm telling you, save your money. Money is freedom. I say it all the time. I'm not joking when I say it. Average family is saving over $800 a year just by switching to Pure Talk USA. You get the exact same coverage using the exact same cell towers as the big providers like and carriers like Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, and Pure Talk. The exact same thing. It's as simple as switching out a SIM card. Even I can do that. They, you keep your phone, you keep your phone number. They got great deals on phones. If you ever want to get a new one, you'll you'll pay less. They have more uh, options than the big carriers. Like right now, they're running their unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just 30 bucks a month for the exact same service. Average family saving over 800 bucks a year for the exact coverage. Anyway, just dial pound 250 on your cell. Say the keyword, save now. You start saving 50% off immediately. Pound 250 on your cell. Keyword saved now from Pure Talk USA. We'll continue. 